the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jenniferjackson.com. This is Simply for Women. I've never met you in person. Maybe I have or not. I don't know, but I would love to do that at Genoa Church on December 1st. We're having a Christmas women's event. Go to genoachurch.org for more information. And also, I have a Christmas heart devotional for you. This is for a gift for your gift of any amount for your donation of any amount to say thank you. Thank you for the show, Jennifer. I I know this show is special to you and I have something in return and that is a Christmas heart devotional and I will send it to you. Go to jenniferjackson.com. That's right. Jenniferjackson.com to get your copy of a Christmas heart devotional. Well, today, I hate to say it, but it's the last of the Amy Garner interviews. You can hear the rest of those at JenniferJackson.com. Her story is so powerful. It's redemptive. It's about hope. It's about healing from abortion. From It's a post-abortion healing testimony, and I absolutely love Amy Garner. This will give you great, great comfort as you listen. How does it work? Can Jesus possibly move healing from my head to my heart? Yes. Yes, he can. And he does it every time. Um, And then really just creating that safety through atonement. It's surprising to me that there's a lot of people that don't truly understand what it means to be atoned for. Mm -hmm. When we look at Abraham and Melchizedek, that's a story of moral injury. Mm -hmm. He had just slaughtered five kings. And he comes back, and he's hurting. And so Melchizedek meets him with bread and wine, right? Atonement, because he's teaching him the gospel and the power of atonement, understanding that we are covered, just covered in the blood, protected, and what exactly that means. Yeah. Hmm. Amy, how do we talk to women or men who we want to invite on this healing journey? If you know somebody who has an abortion um, or has an abortion experience, my first suggestion is to um, just meet them where they are and and let them know that that you know how hard it is. You know how scary it is. You know that it is the secret that they think they are going to hide forever. But yet you also know that there is healing available. And then talk with them about the class. Get them in touch with me. Get them in touch with you. There's power in just hearing somebody else say, me too, me too, and I know exactly what it was like. We spend a lot of time that first night um, of our class and just kind of talking about the actual experience, and every single one of us walk away thinking we could have all been in the same clinic. It's exactly the same. So there's power just in sitting with somebody in that pain and meeting them there. I think that's so important that we do that and that we're on the lookout for those who need that hope and healing. Uh, what about how do, we sh- how do we share a pro-life message 
with others? How do we share that? When someone comes to us and they say, uh, I'm for abortion, what's your response? My response um, is that I'm pro-life from a, a place of great pain, which is a little bit maybe different than just being pro-life. I think a lot of times when we talk about pro-life, we talk about the baby. It's always about the baby. We don't really talk about the mother. We don't talk about the father. We don't talk about more, more than just a baby died in that abortion clinic. And so really being more open to discussing, this is what I've heard women go through. This is what I've heard men go through. You know, I have men come up to me just sobbing a lot. Of, and the, I guess the narrative out there is that men aren't affected. That's not true. They're just as affected. So being able to, you know, talk with them as well about it is extremely important. Yeah, every man I know that's lost a baby is, is wounded by that. And it doesn't matter what the circumstances were but behind the loss of that child. Men, men get wounded. And so what I think should, that's one of the lies. What should churches be doing for, for life? My hope is that churches are going to start doing exactly what you guys have done, which is listen to our stories, right? Listen to the other side. Uh, and we have women who will stand up and tell their story, story after story, um, so that the truth comes out. And we need to heal. We need more classes. We need abortion recovery because the more men and women who are healed from abortion, they're going to talk. They're going to talk. They may not stand on a stage like I do, but they are going to speak in their small groups. They are going to talk to their neighbors. They are going to talk to their friends. And they're going to share the truth of what abortion is. And that's when we can start changing minds. That's when we can speak back against the narrative that abortion's health care, uh, you know, that it's necessary because it's not. And if we really want to take care of women, not just babies, but if we want to take care of women, we're going to be pro-life because pro-life is being pro-woman. How do you think your story has impacted your, your twins? I think it's in, impacted them greatly. Um, they, <laughs> I found out I was pregnant the very next month, by the way, after I went through, um, after I received healing, if you will, and, and had that moment with Jesus. And, and after the car ride home, believe me, I stumbled into my living room in front of this large window and I remember just hitting my knees and looking up to the sky and just thanking God and grace and mercy just washed all over me and then the very next I think two weeks later I found out I was pregnant yeah and I went in at four weeks and found out we were having twins went in at six weeks and heard two little heartbeats and I don't think that was a sound I probably could have handled had I not been healed beforehand and then it 10 weeks, I began to bleed, and I thought I was losing my kids, and so I um, called the doctor frantic, asking him if he could give me any medicine. He came to the doctor, he came to the phone and said, we've gone as far as science can go, it's in God's hands now. So I rested on the couch that week, and then on Sunday, my husband asked me if I wanted to go to church, and I said yes. Our church had a beautiful uh, a beautiful tradition of taking communion on the very first Sunday of the new year. It was January the 6th, 2003. And so we went to church and we took communion. I passed the tray, took the wafer, passed the tray. 
And I closed my eyes to pray, and when I did, standing in front of me was Christ Jesus with a baby in each arm. And I don't know how I knew that those were the children inside of me. I just knew that. And they were not 10 weeks old in his hands. They were 10 weeks old in me. They were not 10 weeks old. They were fully formed babies. And they were staring at him. And he had a look of unbelievable love. And for just a moment... Just a few seconds, I felt a love like I have never felt in my entire life. And in that moment, I knew that that love is not based on age. He loves us as much today as he did the day we were conceived. And I knew in that moment that that love was not based on anything that you've done because it's not based on us at all. It's who he is. God is love. And it is a perfect love. My eyes flew open, and like that, it was over. Praise God. And the twins are 20? They are. I've got one at OSU and one at Kentucky. Well, I'm sorry, the OSU. (laughs) And one at University of Kentucky. That's great. That's beautiful. Well, Amy, is there anything we've forgotten or anything that you want to leave with us or share that we may have overlooked? I would just say, uh, you know, to anyone who's listening, that I know that in your mind you may know that Jesus forgives, but you don't feel it. And you think that you have to live like that, like somehow you have to just faith your way, like you just have to make it of your own effort. And that's not true. He can heal. And he does it through his word, and he does it through his spirit, and he's faithful for it. So please have the courage. And I know that it takes a lot of courage. But have the courage to come forward and receive the healing that Jesus Christ freely offers. Because you've got a calling on your life. And we can't fulfill the calling that we have in this world with one hand tied behind our backs. We can't do that. We need to be free to be able to step into that calling. And that means not one single chain, not one single chain of shame, not a shackle on us. No shame, no silence. Because we've got something to do on this earth, right? And our lives matter. Every life matters. We may be just a breath, but we're the breath of God. We may just be a ripple in a pond, but we're a ripple in a pond that has no end. So we all need to be fulfilling the calling that Jesus Christ has on our lives. Well, thank you so much. That was a great episode. And there are five others. Just go to jenniferjackson.com to listen to those. And this show, I don't know if you realize it or not, but we are listener supported. And so I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for participating. I know God is moving in your life, in your heart. And if you would send us a gift of any amount, a donation of any amount for saying thanks for the show, I will send you a Christmas heart. That's my devotional. Go to jenniferjackson.com today. Sign up to receive a Christmas heart. You've been listening to Simply for Women.
We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.